welcome to Inside the Cage, episode 56 and the first of 2020. Finally back, we had a bit of a break there, didn't we? Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Although that's man. unacceptable this time of year, but hey, listen, it's our first episode, so got to wish the listeners a happy New Year. Definitely. Um, yeah, it's been a weird few weeks, just been busy and about Christmas and all that, so we just busy. didn't get a chance. And well, I suppose we do the review after um, the pay-per-view, the big pay-per-view, obviously, Holloway lost his title and... Um, oh, I can't remember all this piece of that that, 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 that long well. ago Busan as well but I, I was I was all the week before Christmas as well I was all the week after Christmas it was, it was just, just it was just chaos you just couldn't get anything done and it's but we're back we're finally back it's taken a couple of weeks a few and weeks at least but we're back it's one of my favourite episodes of the year because it is episode. the annual Inside the Cages Inside the Cage Awards Um. Obviously, we did our first set last year and very prestigious, you know. And it's you, a great award. I had a few messages asking for people who actually wanted awards and we didn't have them. So we did. <laughs> if only that were true, mate. I know. I know. I thought there'd be porky there, don't I? So, Scott and Mark with you as always, guys. Um, glad to be back. And we're just going to jump, you know, two footy challenge above the knee straight into here. Um, oh, and we always like to award what we feel is crowd of the year. And it's just difficult because. I don't think there's any outstanding candidates this year. There was one card that stuck out from us right from the very start of the year. It was very, very early on. There was one card that was obviously massive in terms of its build-up and I think the fans made it what it was and we were at an event in Europe, so that is kind of totally biased for yeah, us. that gives it a wee bit for us. But within. So obviously Copenhagen, because we were in Copenhagen, it made it feel a bit special for us because it was our first European trip and it was a good atmosphere. Was it honestly like the top three hours of the year? The Probably th- not, but... I think the two or three fighters, the Danish fighters that did come out, made it special as yeah. well. But I think the atmosphere when they came out was absolutely tremendous. And yeah. the, the Danes really did I mean, their when Dalby came out, uh, it was nuts. Oh, it was mental. And the Viking clap started as uh, well and stuff like that. I thought it was just brilliant. I really enjoyed that event. It's, it's probably, even though we'd been in Glasgow, I preferred Copenhagen to Glasgow. Yeah, I think there was much more passion for it. And they've got... We've got good fighters, but I mean, Marco Madsen's a, you know, an Olympic medalist. You oh, know, he'll be a superstar, I think. To be right, so he's coming. Got all so. these guys, but, um, and then in second place for us, kind of, just pipped at the post, but it was two four four at MSG. You kind of you swithered about this one. You weren't really sure, but I think MSG this crowd at MSG was class. I can understand why, but for me, a crowd they weren't. I did think we're not passionate, that's not the right word, but it's the way the passion comes across. I like when they go to destinations like where winner we'll talk about in a minute. Last year the winner was Buenos Aires, the crowd, the way they react to certain things. Even I think Montevideo was at this year as well at one point. Aye, Montevideo was good. That was good as well. They go into these kind of smaller countries where they've got kind of quite big fighters and everybody kind of goes mental for it. Yeah. I like that. Maybe it's just me being a bit thingy, but I think a lot of the people views you don't get the atmosphere that you do get in other places. No, I agree, I agree, but I think 244 was such a big event. So the fact there was no titles and it was kind of... It was promoted so well <laughs> yeah. and everybody bought into it and everybody really bought into it and loved it and the crowd were just gone mental. I think that's what made the crowd so special is because the crowd was... It, it was two fighters that everybody loves. I don't know. I don't, you were either on one side. You were either on one side, but you didn't really hate the other guy. It's not that you hated the other guy, you just preferred him. Fight or... fans wanted to watch fights. Very little casuals, I would imagine, there. Mm. You know, because it wasn't, people were like casuals, but like, who the hell's Hoggy Wiz with them? Right. I mean, and that's just the way it was. I think it was full of agile MMA fans and the atmosphere was cracking. But the winner for us, right, probably all year, 
without a doubt. Well, we mentioned it right at the start. We couldn't get away from it. It was just epic, absolutely epic. Um, as UFC from Fortaleza, Fortaleza in Brazil. Um, I think it was February. February 2nd February, right at the start of the year it was like the second event of the year or something it like. was absolutely crazy and every time we talk about an event or spoke about anything that happened we always went I don't know if it was good as for the laser I don't know if it was good it as it was that. the second because sure they cancelled 2-3-3 three, three. Uh-huh. and we kind of kept getting back to that and I think that's what stuck in our mind straight from the start it was just that good an event the atmosphere I mean, the, was the amazing. Was on it, man. A Sun versus Marais, Aldo versus Moicano, Maya versus Lyman Good, Charles Lavera, Johnny Walker. It was honestly. It was the way the crowd reacted to these fighters coming out, which is brilliant. It man. was unbelievable, man. It was definitely. I mean, obviously, we'll go on to, you know, event of the year. And it's, it would have been up there for event of the year for me as well. Like, it's in the talking, definitely. It was, it was unbelievable. But our Inside the Cage Award for Crowd of the Year goes to the wonderful folks from Fortaleza in Brazil. I wonder if South America will hold on to this year. Well, who knows? Who knows? That's two in a row. That's two in a, two row, in a row. South America. Argentina and um, Brazil, no? Brazil now. So, yeah, you never know. And it could have been, as you say, it could have been Uruguay this year. So Montevideo was really good. Montevideo man. was brown, man. It was absolutely class. It was a class one, man. Next. Event of the year. Um, Again, this, this probably wasn't as hard, the winner of this award. Um, no. The oh, other two, like, we always, we, always, we always do a top three, guys. We always do, like, a, a kind of honourable honorable mention. I think the winner was kind of basically, it was almost nailed on here, to be honest. I think there was much it was just a, It was just a great event, wasn't it? It was absolutely tremendous. Um, UFC 236 was absolutely outstanding. The two fights at the top of the card were just unreal. Mm-hmm. Um, they really were and it's just we'll talk about fights of the year and stuff like that later on but we just looked at this one and went it's just it's an outstanding one obviously it's... so obviously in third place we had uh, 2-4-3 UFC 2-4-3 mm-hmm. which was again fantastic card obviously Israel won his title that was in Melbourne in Melbourne that uh, was tremendous I think the crowd and the, the size of the event was it 57,000 or something? Re- record it? crowd. Record crowd for the event. 57,000. It was just absolutely mental. It was crazy. It was crazy. And it possibly could have even, maybe even won it on its own. Um, Again, all three of these events probably could have been event of the year. That's the thing. It could have been event of the year without a doubt. Um, But this was our third. Um, second place was literally just waxed lyrical about it. Was yes, we kind of really helped ourselves there because we uh, kind of shut up about it. Uh, Fortaleza in, uh, in Brazil again. I mean... What more can I say about that? It was great. As I said, I mentioned the names were running through it there. And, uh, it, you know, you've, when you've got guys um, like, you know, Rafael Sunshine, Marlon Marais, uh, Aldo, Moicano, Maya, Oliveira, Walker, even Livia, Renata Souza. There was loads of guys on this. Tiago Alves was on it. Yours, Rosenstreich made his debut. You know, also we'll talk about a wee bit about him later on. It's been a massive, massive card for oh, the laser. Brilliant, mate. Honestly. It really set the bar really high, being the second card. And then obviously, you and I at the time were. I'd go back and listen to the episode from that week, guys. You'll hear me and Mark absolutely raving about um, Forte Laser. It was something else. It was incredible. It was brilliant. It really was class. Again, as I said, the fights on it. The standards of the fights, a lot of the fights went to decisions, the fights a lot of the knockouts, even, just, even before 
even before the card kicked off, there was a lot of, you know, look at the names on us, it's going to be absolutely class. And it was. Johnny Walker's 15-second knockout of Justin Ledette. Remember, was that one in there kicked him in the heat? Mm. Was, that, was that the year before? I can't remember. I need to look it back. But because we were like, oh, my God, imagine if you'd actually connected with him and like, try to kick him in the heat. Oh, I think I might have been that one, actually. Absolutely crazy. I think he then went and finished him after that, didn't he? But there was one event that superseded... Um, Fortaleza for me and Mark and that was UFC 236 which possibly could be the best card I think I've ever watched it's up there I think the two fights really at the top of the bill really sold this card there was a lot of good fights on the card but the two fights at the top because I don't need them were a, there wasn't it was in some title fights was actual title fights they were basically there to make a card, but the two fights that were there were unbelievable. Dustin Poirier versus Mike Holloway and Israel Adesanya versus Kelvin Gastelum. It was just two incredible fights, and they just sold the card so well, and it was just brilliant. Kelly was Roundtree was an absolutely sensational performance against Ed Anders. That's when he came up with this karate style Mai Tai hang, and actually tore it. I tore it. Sanders an absolute new one. It was unbelievable. It really was, man. There was loads of good stuff on this card. Like, I mean, it was just <laughs> start to finish. Um, Curtis Millinder versus Bella Mohammed was a great fight. Obviously, Dustin beating Max was a massive shock for people, I think, because a lot of people thought Max would obviously step up and wait would really help Max, but didn't. He was out of his depth almost. He had Asanya getting pushed all the way by Gaston. Just shows you how good Gaston was, the fact that Whitaker crumbled inside three rounds. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, Gaston probably didn't get the credit he deserved for taking the Asanya points. And it was obviously a lot closer again what people thought it would be as well. So it was it was just a great, great card. Great um, I really enjoyed it, man. It's one of it's one of these ones you'd go back and watch it and still enjoy it at the same time. I think that kind of tells you everything you need to when you look at the bonus awards and that there was no performance tonight, there was two fights tonight, and that's exactly what you wanted. Mm-hmm. Those two fights basically made it the event of the year. Yeah, basically they sold it for me. Yeah, definitely, hundred percent. So the inside the cage event of the year twenty nineteen. Is UFC 236. Congratulations to all involved. Well done. Um, next award is the newcomer of the year. Now, this is a this is a difficult word to kind of not give out. It's difficult to find sometimes. There's only rule, the only one rule with this is they have to have made their debut in the UFC. This is only based on UFC. Well, is it based on UFC? It's not just based on UFC no, fighters, but, but to find <laughs> the newcomers and remember these guys, it's a lot easier to remember the UFC one yeah. because. They have to basically have made their debut in one of the big promotions this year. Um, one of these choices is going to be rather controversial, to be honest with you. I know, I know it's definitely not going to go down as well. Um, we'll talk about him in a minute. But Ramanda Ribas, something that me and Mark both enjoyed watching. Um, she had two brilliant, sensational fights against Emily Whitmire and Mackenzie Dern. Um, both fighters good. I mean, Dern was undefeated. Um, Whitmire... Okay, four and two. She's a good fighter. Um, to come back after two years out, after your to come back after two years out after a US a USADA violation, and then get your first fight back in the UFC. Yep. And go and do that in your first two fights after two years out in the UFC. I just thought she was brilliant. I said Mackenzie Dern is high level. You know what I mean? Mackenzie's been damn been high level for a long, long time. High level Jets, man, definitely. That's the thing. So to do that against her, it was just brilliant. It was a sensational. It was a really good year for Amanda Ibas. I said the comeback she had and stuff like that was just brilliant. Talk about kind of maybe comebacks the year. 
I've never actually I've never done one for this. I don't think I've ever done one actually, but you could maybe possibly talk about Amanda Rebass when I come back a year. Maybe I'm asked for that was 18 months, two years out after a couple of bad loss you see, so that kind of thing. Yep. She's definitely up there, and I'm sorry, fair play, I should have been a cracking year. This is the controversial one. Because yeah, I even argued with this one. But then I explained to you, and I think you kind of seen my point. I think, I mean, okay, he's, he hasn't been the greatest fighter of the year, but it's not about that. It's about newcomer, something made debut. He also was the most active fighter of any fighter in the UFC. And oh, I even it pains me to say his name, but Greg Hardy, I think, not having a background in MMA, like, okay, I had a bit of background in a few fights and stuff like that, but being an ex-profit, well, I know he's had his issues, but let's take that out of the So you said he's had a few fights, and I was going to say something, but I thought, well, no. Right, against, like, I get that, mate, I no, get that. No, I was going to say that. What are you going to say? Three? No. What are you I usually want to say these Oh, very good, chop. <laughs> that's not funny. Um, exactly, that's what I said, I was going to say that. Um, to make his debut, tough debut against Alan Crowder, um, and then obviously that may have set him back but he went on and had two good wins a no contest which was I mean that was just stupidity and then obviously getting beat by Volkov but then again he, he took Volkov all the way to points and but, he looked very very good against Volkov but then I thought Volkov looked very gun shy at the same time yeah. I thought Volkov should have went out in baseball oh Volkov should have smashed Greg I think a Volkov of a year ago before he get who mashed him actually mangled Lewis. Lewis, after before, after before Lewis knocked him out, but out there, took guys to get hardy within a round. I don't know, like, I, I, I kind of see what you're saying, but then at the same point for me, like, Hardy showed me more in Volkov fight than Volkov did. Yeah, I probably more respect after Volkov yeah, fight than I have since before. And I think overall, if you look at how his year went, he fought five times, most active, two wins, I know contests which should have been a win, and two tough losses, a, a debut loss which is always hard to come back from, he managed to, and then a loss against a top. You know, a top ten guy, mate. That's no mug, and it was also last minute, was it not? Was it not getting yeah, the last like, minute replacement? He, he fought then so slowly, uh, October eighteenth, and then he just kind of went into the so full conference. I'm honestly, I'm I'm happy to stick by my 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 thing and say Greg Hardy was our our second newcomer of the year because that's fine. I'm just glad they have a bloody one. Aye, well, he might have won if Rosenstrike hadn't been over him. No, I see. For me, if Rosenstrike was still newcomer of the year, aye. So, in case you had noticed in that point, Jorginho <laughs> Rosenstrike is our newcomer of the year. Um, made his debut back in February and basically touched everybody and killed them all. I think he does some... Apart if you take the out before the Alistair Romarin fight, where he fought for 24 minutes and 56 seconds, he did a sum total of one minute and about... 36 seconds worth of fighting in three fights yeah um, every no, time because no, his first fight went two rounds oh so it did sorry I thought I went one round my bad but then again he went into the, the Lions Den he went to Fortaleza and fought a Brazilian Brilliant. then he beat Alan Crowder who obviously had beaten Cardi we just talked about him and then two good wins against two good guys okay people are obviously the argument would probably be has he been tested has he really been pushed yet well for me he <laughs> was against Alistair Overeem Overeem won that fight Overeem was winning that fight until four seconds from the end. And he ripped his lip apart. Uh-huh. But that's what he can do. And that's what's scary about him. The fact that he, he, he stayed there, though. Like, he, he, he stayed does. he stayed with Overeem. He stayed with four or five rounds. It wasn't as if he was gassed. I think he's a bit of a danger. He's a bit, I don't know, he's a bit of an oddball fighter. Like, he, he's, he's very, style's very I think, different. I think he's very much in the Derek Lewis style. Um, He's got to either knock you out pretty quickly or he's basically just holding on and hoping that one of his punches connects. 
Yeah. Um, he's not going to, I don't think he's going to outpoint you. No, he's not going to, I don't think you'll ever see him win a, a fight on points. Mm. I know he did back in Rising 2018. I never seen the fight. I don't know what it was, it was like. A split though as well. So and it was a split decision. So close. it was a close fight. So I I don't think at the level of the strikers in the UFC you'll ever see him right. win a fight on points. I think he's either going to have to knock somebody out early or let them punch themselves out until he can actually just yeah take them out. Um, don't get me wrong. I love the big man. I just love the fact that he literally touches you one finger and you're dead. Yeah, it's just much. brilliant, man. Love him. It's just good to watch. He's, he's one of these fighters why you watch MMA for yeah. me. I agree. He's got that kind of thing about him. So Rosenstrike versus um Engano. The battle of the uh, heavy hitters. Heavy hitters. Engano's going to take his fight. I'm surprised Engano took that fight. It's dangerous, isn't it? Very dangerous fight for me. Because Engano's going to take it off. Depending on what's happened with a heavyweight title, you'd imagine Engano's the man. Then mm. they're next, do you know what I mean again? So um difficult so, fight, but Aaron, Inside the cage, newcomer of the year 2019 is Yerzinho Rosenstrike. Well done, my man. Well done, Biggie. Well done, mate. Well done. So next we have something that's a wee bit contentious because we, we discussed this. This is probably the one one of the ones we discussed the most. The last one is the um, the last one is the one we discussed the most. We'll talk about that later. But um, but upset of the year. Now this is basically any any result that was a shock. Say so you could say shock of the year, upset of the year. You know. Didn't see that coming. Guys who shouldn't have won. People well, who shouldn't, shouldn't have won, but people who maybe you didn't think were going to win. Like some of them would obviously be a lot closer. But um, I mean, the, a special mention. You all, you've got a special mention here. Well, you? for me, this is upset of the year. But I talked to you. Too. The boy Conley from Vancouver who took the fight on three days' notice against Michelle Pereira. Um, Michelle Pereira was the guy who went absolutely sparked out Danny Roberts looked incredible doing it mm-hmm. and interesting Conley just I don't know how he done it I still don't know how he done it Yeah, he went out and won that fight by an incision and it was an absolute sensational performance this guy was in here this is his one chance this is his one fight he had to win that fight to have any chance of doing anything ever mm-hmm. and he done it he'd literally I think set up his his new gym that year or something like that and he was just going to go into the kind of coaching side of it and he got that fight against Michel Pereira um, he also got a performance bonus night. the fact that he got a fight for fight the night for that fight um, he got the 50,000 but he also got Michel Pereira's 50,000 because Pereira missed weight that night as well oh, I don't know that so he got 100 grand so he walked away with 100 grand which is uh, that's, that, that changed that guy's life right. totally do you know what I mean I just for I'd me, coming out three days notice and beating somebody who looked so dangerous was just sensational. I get it. I understand. I just don't know if it was as much of a shock as some of the other ones on the thing. But then again, you know, three, three, as you say, three, three thing made three days out. You know, and to come in and beat a guy. That, that's it. It's a short notice for me, and to beat a guy who was apparently so dangerous. I still, I still don't know who Michelle Pereira really is for me, but no. Um, he looked really dangerous in his first fight so another special mention on that same card was Gaethje for me I know you said you weren't you weren't so shocked but I was shocked by that I was shocked that Gaethje and maybe how it happened to the fact that it was in the first round I think I know Gaethje's always got that pull, I, but thought, yeah, well, I maybe, think there was an element of sh- when, when you seen that you went whoa fuck me you didn't see that coming I think for me personally I see what you mean but I, I still it's, I understand it's a shock maybe the way the fight finished it wasn't a shock for me that Gaethje won. Mm. 
So uh, difficult. Aye, I, 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 I can see what you're saying. I get what you're saying there, but um, I, I could, I could see Gaethje finding that fight. I could see Cerrone winning that fight. It was difficult one to tell, but at the time, but um, our, um, so basically our top three then upsets of the year was um, Rashtukin, 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 um, Rashtukin. Sorry, beating Eddie Alvarez and Eddie Alvarez. He's won FC debut. This was massive shock, probably the biggest shock outside of. UFC. Well, for me, it was massive. Well, we said at the time when Eddie Alvarez went to one, he's been signed to go and win that title and hold that title. And Nash Tukin just came in there for absolutely nowhere. Nobody'd ever heard of the boy yeah. and absolutely sparked Alvarez right out of the game. I mean, it was shocking. Alvarez looked like a rabbit caught in the headlights. I did. He really did again. Um, it, it was. It, it just reminded me of the McGregor fight. It, it was back to that kind of day. It looked fear and it was bizarre, mate. Um, definitely worthy. You know, worthy of being up there on, on um, as a as a shock because it was a shock. Like, that's the thing. Obviously, he ended up winning the belt anyway, didn't he? In the end, no, he just I think he just came in a fight. He just yeah. got a fight. I think it was Edward Foyer, no matter fight for was it on the semi final or something. Like that. I thought he won it. I thought he actually. I thought that was the final or the thing. I don't think so. I thought it was. I could be wrong, but I can't remember. Um, but yeah, Nash 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 Tiger. <laughs> Nash Tweaking. Nash Tweaking. Nash or whatever. <laughs> um, winning that, beating him was, um, was ridiculous. And, um, yeah. Fair play him. Second on our list. Now, this is one that kind of slipped by me. I forgot about this. But this I was, think a lot of people probably forgot about this. This was, this was a shock. This was definitely a shock for me. Roxanne Modaferi beating Antonio... Antonio? Antonio. Antonina Shevchenko, which was massive... Like, I don't think people give this the credit. I give her the credit she does. She's very up and down, and she's got an odd style. And I know she's maybe not everybody's favorite fighter, and I totally understand that. But she's also very experienced. But to beat Antonina Shevchenko is ridiculous. No, I would have said at one point Antonina was more scary than her sister. No, I would have. Aye, kinda. You see certain performance within Antonina, and you go, "Oh, she's gonna challenge. She's gonna be." A challenger. Yep. I mean, when she beat Podlova, she was fucking unreal. She's been sensational. She's came into the UFC. Well, oh, she's only that was her. That was like her first fight. Sorry. Yeah, she had a couple of well, Dana White and an an ultimate fighter, but um, came in on to Antonina came in here as a, a massive star before she even her first fight because of who her sister was. I didn't know who she was. She she trains with Valentina every single day. You know the technique she's got. You know what she has. But on the day, she just had absolutely no answer for Roxanne Modaferi, and it's just... It was one of the best performances I've seen. Okay, it was a split decision. It was close, but for me, Modaferi won the fight, so simple as that. But it was uh, it was definitely an upset. It was definitely a shock, 100%. It was mental, mate. It was, it was. And probably... No, not probably. The biggest shock in the MMA world of the year. Before a ball was kicked, or before a punch was thrown... I think at the start of the year, if you'd turned around and went, Alexander Volkanovski would be the featherweight champion of the world and nobody would have went. No. Nah. He may be, maybe be one or two fights away, but I wouldn't have said he'd been featherweight mm-hmm. title. And year. even before, when they walked into the octagon, I still would have said Hollywood was beating him. I just thought Hollywood would have too much from him. He's yeah. been too quick, too sharp. Spoke about four. We know how accurate his punches are. Volkanovski isn't the biggest, but Hollywood couldn't get anywhere near him. Nowhere near him. 
Volkanovski's judgement a range of stuff like that on the night was just absolutely unbelievable it was crazy mate it was just it was what a performance to go I think it makes it a massive upset how he beat Holloway and how he beat Holloway well comfortably in the end it wasn't it wasn't as if it was a you know a 49 sorry a 40 well it was a 47 48 but well, one of the judges gave it 48 so it was a, but one of them also gave it 50 45 yeah I didn't have him four rounds I think I had him I think I had him Four, I think I had 4-1 or 3-2 I think I had 4-1 maybe he definitely 100% won the fight there's no question ah, no doubt about um, that I still am shocked by that like genuinely shocked by that I did not see that coming no, I thought all of you had that title for as long as he wanted it totally agree I just really did and that was that was I say it was a surprise upset of the year 2019 goes to Alexander Volkanovsky for his defeat of Max Holloway I done so. Now we get to the exciting stuff. Um, maybe we need to speed up a little. <laughs> um, knockout of the year. Now this was the one you and I had the same order, the same people in the right order. So this I is think, easy. I think this is the only one we did have that. Yeah. No, there was another one, was there not? Um, submission of the year as well. Knockout and submission, we both had Aye, the same. We, we both had the same. Um, so... so Third. third was possibly one of the greatest head kick knockouts in the history of all combat sports when Jessica I's head accidentally headbutted <laughs> Shevchenko's foot I mean talk about picture picture perfect it knockout was, it was literally the fact she was out standing up and then just fell flat back. it took her about fucking 45 minutes to fall to the ground was, it was so long you're like oh my god she's knocked out oh she's still not down she's still not on the ground fall down lie down it was mental it was vicious it, it was, was so vicious savage and it showed for me the absolute difference between Shevchenko and every other female fighter within the flyweight there's division. not many lasses who can do that <coughs> I thought that was MD I can't think of MD there's, there's another one there's another knockout that's in the same thing as that I had on my list and then took off and that was Kevin Lee against Gregor Gillespie yes I had Kevin Lee one of my wheelers as well I mean that was sensational. That he was he was another one out cold standing up and took him about forty five minutes to go do it on his ass. Like you're like, come on, mate, I didn't you just go fall. Come on, it's over. Oh, it was. It I was had crazy. that as well. One of my wheelers was going to taking things off and what they were. I was up there, but um, I Shevchenko was third because it was just unbelievable. It was savage. Um, Your favourite knockout of the year. This knockout should even be on the list. Everybody and the planet, but Scott. Would possibly have this as a knockout of the year. Not a chance. Every day but Scott. I was even tempted to have it as my knockout of the year. Oh, hey, this is Aspie Dowell versus Ben Aspen. An incredible knockout. An incredible plan. Because it was planned 100%. Yeah, but I don't understand. Yeah, okay. No, we're not talking about it because I'm, not, I'm, I'm just not doing it because. It winds me up so much. You say it's planned, which is fine, but that plan only works if Askin dips his head. So that plan only worked because Askin dipped his head. Uh-huh. And I think Masvidal got lucky because Masvidal was already lifting himself to near him before Askin dipped his head. So Askin was just hoping. It was hope as a tactic, mate. Yes, granted, you still have to do the execution. And yes, granted, you still actually have to fucking hit the guy and knock him out. Fair play. But if... He hadn't used hope as a tactic and Masvidal, eh, sorry, Askin hadn't been so fucking stupid as to go, oh, I'm going to dip my fucking curly head. It wouldn't have happened. Was it hope? Or was it just it was hope no- as a tactic, yeah. Is it? Yeah. Or is it knowing what a fighter does? Nah, there's no way you can know that. That's, that's guessing, mate. It's guessing. It's like a goalie saving a penalty. 
Go and save it a penalty. The goalie's going to die one way or the other. He's either going to save it or he's not. No, you only know what? There's only one way that Ben Astro's going to die. But he didn't knees. know he was going to die in the first four seconds. Listen, we're not talking about this again. You wanted it on the list. It's on the list. As a knockout, yeah, fair play. He knocked him out in four seconds. The fastest ever in UFC history. Was it a good knee? Yeah, I still don't think it was as flush as what he would have liked because it seemed like grey as his head, but obviously it's hit him in the soft part of the head. It's hit him in the temple. He's fucking out cold. Put him out. Oh, it was out cold. It was out cold before he had a deck. Again, another one, it was out cold before he had a deck. It was a good knockout, but just nowhere near as, anywhere near his height, is what people say. I would have a Jess guy before that, but that's just me. You wanted it as your first, I wanted it as my third, so we compromised and put it together. I probably would actually put it as first. I don't have it as my first originally, so... Because the one that was first originally, I think, this was the shock. It was a shocking knockout. It was one of these <laughs> knockouts that happened and you go, What? Yeah. Anthony Pettis versus Stephen Wonderboy Thompson. Pettis' first fight ever at welterweight, went up in weight and decided he was going to Superman punch Stephen Thompson at the next week. I mean, I think if, if he slowed just... Pettis down by 10, I still don't think Thompson would have seen it coming. <laughs> it was frightening, man. It was scary, man. What it a was, punch. It was, it was incredible. Just... See, the rocket one was a difficult one because there was so many. Like, one of our best, one of my special mentions is Leandro Santos when he knocked Stephen Ray out in Sweden. I mean, that was absolutely savage. Stevie Ray was folded up like a deck chair. Stevie Ray looked fucked. It was a punch for hell. There's been so many good knockouts this year. Um, what about uh, Dougal Lima versus MVP? Again, mm-hmm. another amazing knockout. Like, totally out of nowhere. There's been so many good knockouts this year, and it was hard to pick, but Pettis' Superman punch off the cage was something like out of the wrestling. It was something like out of the WWE. That's what you do. You must try it and you're like... To have the bravado to actually go, you know, Superman punch. Wonderboy is just... Did Wonderboy not come and take my partner as well by that point? Wonderboy hadn't taken a part, but I think Wonderboy was definitely... He was kind of picking him off. He was point. picking him nah, off. He was piecing him off one bit, a bit by bit. But, um... And for Pettis to go and do that, win a fight and just... He showed the star quality that Pettis has got. It's maybe not at a level of what other fighters are at the moment, but yeah. he showed that he has his moments when he can prove it. Oh. That 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 um, he, kicked, that proof you can tell he was a lightweight champion just oh, for that one. Cool. He's got. I mean, look, remember, remember the the clip they always. What's the one clip they always show up at? Oh, the, the, kick, bound, the kick, kick off the cage. I was just like, Superman kick off, which was like it was like a it was like a volley of like was, a volley in a football. It was such one of the greatest knockouts ever. Ever. So well done to Anthony Pettis for winning the inside the cage. Another award. Yeah, I know another one. Okay, so on to submission of the year again. We all we both agreed with. Two of these, uh, sorry, three, all three of these. Um, was there any special mentions here? I know Paul Craig's against, um, not Kennedy. Aye, Kennedy against Kennedy. Aye, that was quite special. So the, 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 the couple, I can't remember. I looked him down then, being an idiot that I am, I deleted my last by accident, yeah, I had to rewrite my list. And I forgot yeah. the ones that I did remember. But these three were special. Um, Sirkinov's Peruvian necktie. It was just something you hardly ever seen. You see, I, still, was, I don't know how that was. There another necktie at one point else. I think there was one a Japanese necktie. Oh, that's it was a Japanese necktie. It was a Japanese necktie submission as well. There was a couple of neckties last year, and it was just you're so few far between. And when you see I still, one, I don't watched, know how he done it. I've watched that Sirkinov thing three or four times, still don't understand no, how no, that. But it was something else. That um, was brilliant. To do it to somebody like Jimmy Crute, who was, let's be honest, he was on his way up. He's a fighter that's only was only going one way. Yep. I did do it to him. Fair play, oh man. Sirkinov showed how good he is on the ground with that that submission. That's what probably. See, this would have been my submission of the year if it wasn't for obviously the one that won it. This was um this was special. 
and Aviv Gozali versus Murav Muravitsky. Muravitsky. With the, the rolling kind of the rolling grab and thunder and whatever you, what you call it and finishing it and oh mate to date that I caught like, again see for me this was one of my food I won and that's hope as a tactic aye right? I hope that the other guy doesn't well, know me. again not necessarily because he's rolling to grab the guy so he's, he's trying to grab the guy there's not necessarily any he's not necessarily going to definitely going to submit the guy from there he's trying to get a hold of the guy which he did and what that doing no, that, that, I think he's trying to again he is obviously but there's no guarantee it's going to harm Masvidal looking oh, back to this I'm not going to Masvidal anyway Aviv Ghazali for like a guy so young he do something like that which is just incredible yeah absolutely and, sensational and Tel Aviv as well and Tel Aviv funny his own crowd I think his dad won the same night as well it was a class night man uh, it was brilliant man. class night for them it was absolutely brilliant it was exactly what they wanted like um you know, in terms of for them and as fighters and um aye, Brown. It was a great night and a great, great submission, absolutely superb. But our winner of submission of the year is possibly one of my favourite. And this is one of the ones you and I did you and I watch us together? Or did you watch Ireland together? Because I said to I you, think I we watched it kind of some more times. I, I think yours both I think I was in mind you were in because we're texting each other that morning or something. Actually, did we watch it here before we did the show? Because I was like, I still don't understand how this happened, but oh, was... and then you went and watch it again and I watched it and I was like, Oh, what the fuck? He's lit Bryce Mitchell with the twister against was it Matt Sales? Matt Sales, yeah. Literally uh, uh, Wow. The pressure he put on his body to get himself to get Matt Sales in that position and to literally twist his body in two different directions at one time. It was that cranking the neck back and then using your legs to twist the hips around. Oh, oh man, it was. It was just. It was just. I've never seen that before in my life. I didn't even know it existed. It's two in it. That's the second it's one. That's the second one in UFC history. It was just unreal, man. Absolutely unbelievable. Um, fair play to Bryce Mitchell for pulling out of the bag again. He. I don't think this was his debut this year, Bryce Mitchell, but he did an absolutely superb year as well. Um, he still it was he wanted to camo shorts, didn't he? It was Bryce Mitchell wanted to camo shorts. I <laughs> yeah, that's the way to do it for him. Uh, he's still looking for his camo shorts after he bought as far as I'm aware, so hopefully he'll get his... Technically, he did make his debut this year because he was an ultimate fighter. So he technically did make his debut, so he beat Bobby Moffat in March and then beat Matt Sales with that... Um, Amanda Rebash, I've been very lucky. I you know. If only we'd realised. Um, I know, I didn't realise Bryce from Mitchell made his debut this year. Yes. But you got a 50 game bonus as well for it. Anyway, aye, sensational. Well done, Bryce Mitchell. To inside the cage, submission of the year, 2019. Congratulations. Okay, nearly there. Four to go. And this one's performance of the year. This, one's, this one gets to us throughout the year because we feel like people don't get the achievement for performances even though maybe they don't get finishes or submissions during fights this is exactly why we give this award every this year is why we give this award because sometimes a fighters just have that good a performance on the night that they deserve some sort of recognition for it and even if that is some lowly Scottish podcast um, we are happy to give that me. recognition because this is what a performance this is what the 50k should be for 50k should be for these guys this is what they should get Okay, I reckon Adesanya and Gaston, I think they probably got well. They did get fight of the night, so they the got night. one anyway. But um, that this this award isn't wasn't for us, Adesanya and Gaston. This was for obviously he they were second on our list. Um, it would have been for Adesanya had he been first. Obviously, third on the list was Volkanovski's performance against Holloway. Again, it's not for both. It's just for Volkanovski's, Volkanovski's performance. performance. 
Um, we've talked about it. We don't really need to go over that. We've talked about Adesanya's performance. Well, no, we haven't actually. Really no, we'll get it. to Adesanya. Um, I want to be special mention for Cowboy because Cowboy was coming off back a couple of difficult losses. He came into this new year. His baby boy had just been born. He was pure buzzing. You could see a massive difference in him. Mm-hmm. He was into a fight against Alex Hernandez, who had won his first two fights sensationally. Mm-hmm. He was absolutely brilliant in his two fights. This was this could possibly be in a fight that finished Cowboy's career. Mm-hmm. And for Cowboy to go out and do the performance he did on that night, mm-hmm. I thought it was just unreal. I thought it was sensational. And I think at the time if I remember correctly, I picked Cowboy and you picked Hernandez. Probably because of the streak that we're on. Yes, exactly. hundred percent I can understand why you would. Um but at the night I just thought Cowboy was out of this world and I had to put a wee special mention in there from because Alright, the year maybe didn't turn out as great as he'd wanted it to do. Yeah. But his first couple of performances of the year were, oh. were pretty tremendous, man. Without a doubt, I don't disagree. Because uh, on the other side of that, like um, Alex Hernandez, like, thank Cowboy for it because it totally brought oh, him back learned, down here. Uh, he he been, thought he was invincible. He went back to learn, didn't he? He basically and, went back to school with that one. Uh, he basically thought because he'd beaten Darius and then beaten Mercia that he was completely untouchable. And then Cerrone gave him a bit of a school. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah. But. So, I mean, that special mention. Second was Adesanya. Now, Adesanya, he was absolutely brilliant. This was really just for one round for me. That fifth round, Israel Adesanya proved he's a world champion. He went out in that fifth round and fucking ruined Gaston. Finished him off good and proper. It's one of the best first, one of the best one round, perf- rounds, yeah. one round performances I've ever seen. Oh, without a doubt. Without a doubt, mate. To go out in the fifth round of a interim title fight after 20 minutes of hard fighting because it was close and Gaston uh, <laughs> he mangled Adesanya he could see the damage in Adesanya's face after that fight that was his toughest fight that was a tougher fight for Adesanya than the fucking Whitaker Whitaker. fight yeah. and he went out in that fifth round and he so went in extra gear after 20 minutes right he did he went literally went in extra gear that's like that's so hard obviously these guys are professionals and you know, they're athletes, and I'm, I was just about to use an analogy in the gym. You go on a treadmill for 20 minutes, you've got five minutes left, you're 25. There's no way you're lifting at a level for five minutes. End. But as he did, he took that to another level, another level completely. In fact, it was maybe not even one gear kept. Um, it, was, it was two, maybe th- three gears above where he was. It was incredible, mate. It was absolutely incredible. What a, what a, fun, what a one-room performance did for me. That's what got him the, the second place for me. And it was only the fact that it was one round that stopped him getting the actual award because there was a guy who... Not that, was, not that the rest of the fight wasn't good. He no, was still really good the rest of the fight. No, but it was certainly closer. I know maybe the two of them were good, but this our performance of the year is possibly the most well-deserved award we've given out this year. For me, I think. Stephen Thompson, you had a difficult year. A very difficult year until that point. He had a very difficult time. We spoke about it ourselves. We both love Wonderboy. Didn't really know where Wonderboy was going. We didn't know what direction he was going in. What was he looking for out of MMA anymore? And he went out against Lukey. And, and he took him to pieces. He yeah. literally took him to pieces. He literally took his skin off, took his muscles off. He literally just took him to pieces. And Lukey did not have a <laughs> scooby how to deal with Wonderboy. <coughs> no. This was Wonderboy his very best. This was Wonderboy. This was why he's called Wonderboy. And it was just absolutely brilliant. Totally agree. And it was on a good card as well, but it was MSG. It was just, it was class. It was fight. It was well-deserved fight of the night. It was incredible. Um, I think the technique of the performance, the technical aspect of the performance made it so good for me. It was 
incredible. He beats them off. He's, he did what Thompson does, stayed distance, long, rangy hands. He did exactly what he should have done. Um, it was incredible. It was unreal for me, mate. I, really, I, I still could think, I still want to go and watch that performance again. Oh. It was that good. I'd love to sit and watch it and just look this at it. This is exactly why we give this award, don't we? Yeah. Because of guys like that. Okay, got fight of the night, but that fight of the night is split. Mm. They don't. It's not as if it was just for so Thompson. Got money, and I don't know why, but yes. because Thompson deserved it on his own. Thompson deserved a performance tonight, and that's why Stephen Thompson is our twenty nineteen performance of the year. Yep. So well done, Wonder Boy. Well deserved, mate. One hundred percent. Next category. One of the big. One of the big three. One of the big three. There's three big categories. This is the the third one. Fight of the year. Massive category. Everybody's got their their opinions on this one. Um, I don't know maybe if you could guess for the amount of awards we've given in this one fight already but anyway third fight this is about left field if you don't watch Cage Warriors you'll maybe have not seen this fight but if you haven't seen it go and watch it it's on the, it's on the US fight pass so you've got no excuse if you have access to the fight pass go and watch this fight because this was tremendous for as long as it lasted Ross Houston versus Nicholas Dalby was unreal now, it might not have been the greatest technical fight in the world, but for two guys to go out there and put so much blood, heart, endeavour and fight into an, a... a f- Do you like the words, mate? You're in a face. <laughs> endeavour, man. Fight was just incredible. And it was two guys absolutely warring. It, it was for a... It was two guys who knew they were the best within the promotion. They're the two best guys in that division we need to go and take each other apart to make sure that we win this 100%. title. And it was just incredible. This fight got Dalby's resigning, basically, yeah. as far as I'm concerned. Which I think is a bit unfair. Which is a bit unfair in Ross Houston, definitely. I think if you're going to sign one, you sign the other one. I think if you're going to sign one, you have to sign both, because in the Houston was Houston's the champ, still is the champ. Still is the champ. So, and it was an even fight, although we did say we might have just been, maybe, just been losing just, the third round, uh, but... It wasn't a lot in it at no, all. It was close. You could have seen it either way, maybe. 100%. Um, so, it was just an incredible fight. If you love a bit of blood, go watch it, because this is what... Mark Goddard actually had to stop the fight because of the blood on the mat. It mm. was ridiculous. And a lot of people slagged off Cage Wars because they use vinyl and don't use Aye. canvas. Because uh-huh. the canvas would soak it up. That's what they said. Need to mask part one. Need to mask for the Cage Warriors. So, um, Aye, unbelievable. What a fight. Go and check it out. Now, in second place was Max Holloway versus Dustin Poirier. Again, this was absolutely sensational. It was just absolutely tremendous fight. It was two of the best strikers in all of MMA striking mm-hmm. for 25 minutes. It Definitely. Was be- it was, you know what it was? It was beautiful. Oh, it was beautiful. It was beautiful, mate. It was tremendous. It's- it maybe didn't quite go the way that Holloway wanted and also it probably wasn't uh, it was definitely more one-sided than what well, I was just about to say that actually that's what I was about to say possibly we've never overlooked Dustin Poirier for a performance of the year here because to go and beat let's be honest Max Holloway's arguably the greatest featherweight of all time to go beat him and not do it comfortably in the end but it was it squared to the comfort in the end and go and do it with style was just I think that's the only reason why it didn't win fight of the year is because it wasn't as close as the next fight we're going to talk about I it I wasn't think. as close but it, it was a tremendous oh, fight it was unreal it was unreal I mean it was close but it wasn't as close it was it was just a great fight it was two as I said two of the best strikers ever striking for 25 minutes it was just amazing I loved that, it was class I loved that I absolutely fucking loved that class it. 
So our fight of the year was Khabib versus Poirier. Brilliant. Excellent. Move on. Shut up. He's not getting a award. It's no fair. Doesn't deserve one. <laughs> no, our fight of the year. We've talked about it like eight, eight, eight times, times in the last 40 minutes. And it's Gastelum, Adesanya, or Asta, Adesanya versus Gastelum. Yeah, it was um, just... I mean, it was unreal. It was unreal. For four rounds, it was so even and so close. And then... I think what made this so much better, I think, what people thought was the fact that nobody gave Gastelum a chance against Adesanya. I was surprised how Gastelum took it. Because Gastelum's not middleweight. He's almost a welterweight to size him. He's not very big. No offence to you, man. He's a fat gast. He's a fat welterweight. I, I mean, that's what the sense that's of what what it is. That's what Gastelum is. Everybody has. said he'll not get inside Adesanya's range. He'll not do any damage. But he pieced. He did piece up Adesanya. Don't get it. Listen, if it wasn't for that last round, it could have been a whole different story. And... For, it was just incredible, man. I, that you're, you're talking about watching Thompson again. If I was to pick one fight to watch, I'd watch that. Uh, I would watch that every day of the week. And I think that's that's what makes your fight of the year. If, you, if somebody was to ask you what fight would you want to watch again, if you only had one fight from the whole year to watch one more time, what would you watch? And do that every day. Uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm going to dive into that same because not only did you have an incredible fight, you've got two incredible performances. Aye, and it wasn't just one sided. It wasn't just a Probably. performance. It was it was two guys just top probably. of their craft. A surprise as well. I think that's maybe what made it so huh? much better because not a lot of people expected it to be like that. Gaston made it a great fight. Yeah, and he's just as much a part of that. That Adesanya, okay, Adesanya's one of the bigger, better things. And Adesanya gave us one of the, as you said, the single best round performance ever. But Gaston still pushed him for twenty five minutes, and <laughs> it was class, man, absolutely class. So the last two, of the big two. Two, the two awards everybody wants. Yeah, inside the cage, female fight of the year, and inside the cage, male fight of the year. These are these are the awards everybody wants. Everybody wants them. Now, the female fight of the year. This has changed about three times in the last twelve minutes. I've been sitting here, but it's <laughs> it's one of these awards at the same time. If you've only got you've only really got three weights. Yeah. So it's difficult to really find fighters who are maybe... Pick <laughs> the three champions. Basically, we've picked the three champions. Now, <coughs> the order we've picked the three champions in might be a wee bit of a surprise for some people. Yeah. Um, we've got Sheva third. Not that she didn't have a great year, because she did. She had one of the knockouts of the years we previously mentioned. Between her and Nunez, for me personally, there wasn't a lot in it. The only thing I'd have possibly maybe get Sheva just ahead of Nunez. It was so difficult, so tight, just because maybe the, the way that Shevchenko won her fights compared to when Nunez did to win her fights. But we agreed that Nunez was went second and that Sheva was third, so that's the way we went. Right? To be fair, they should be joined. They joined second. Joined yeah, they second, be joined second. Because they both had two fights this year. They both won their two fights. But for me, Sheva just was better, but that's a different one. Yeah, I. I can see both, mate. I can see, but it just depends. It depends on how you look at things and how you see things. Like, I mean, <coughs> yeah, difficult, isn't it? Difficult. It's, it's difficult. They both, they both defended a belt twice and they both had a performance tonight. They both had a knockout and they both had a decision win. So, literally, they are on an even kill. Not so close together. That's unbelievable. But our female fighter of the year. And not because this is a really difficult one because I don't ever ever want to take away for the last year because she's she was brilliant she's been brilliant since she burst on the scene right, but she's probably won this more because she's changed the sport a wee bit. Basically, it's Wei Li Zhang or Zhang Wei Li, right? The fact the way she won it, how she beat Andrade, where she beat Andrade, the emotion that beat beat Andrade, she became the first 
it was the first Asian champion, first Asian champion. and the first Chinese champion she won it in China you know it was it couldn't have been that's what I said to you at the time we talked about this and it was something I said I said after it I said I feel almost bad for her because the, 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 the what she's done is bigger than her winning that title which I think is a shame and I still maintain that to be the true be, be the facts I think what she'd achieved is bigger than she'll ever be you know, the first Asian champion, well, not only the first Asian champion, winning it in Asia, not even in Asia, a Chinese champion winning it in, in China. China. And the way she done it, she spanked her, man, and that's the thing, she was, it was... I was surprised how easily she beat Andrade to be honest. I really was surprised how easily she had beat Andrade, and it was just absolutely brilliant. Um, at the time, I was surprised she got the title shot, <coughs> but we said at the time that the UFC needed a main event for China, there isn't really many huge Chinese fighters well, she was probably the first one ahead of MD any other Chinese fighters she got a fight for the title against Andrade and she went and done the business for 42 seconds I mean, was... I mean her performance against Torres was decent but it wasn't it was good amazing. she won the decision it was yeah. good it, it took her up a wee bit in the rankings it hadn't really done much for her but but I it was set up for to win it and it was when you get was... when you get your opportunity you've got to take it and fair play her she fucking took it oh, she did not. She, she, I, I don't think there was ever any doubt as to who was winning that fight, mate, to be honest. And I think the mum, the, the size and the scale of what she done for MMA in that part of the world is unme- like unmeasurable. And that's why she deserves one because she's the one that did it. Although I said I feel bad for her because the, it's bigger than her. I wish she's done more important about her, which she is. Yes, but she's still the one that done it. And that's why she's female fighter of the year, without a doubt. Because it, it could have been any. You know, it could have been a Chinese fighter, you could say, I suppose, and it could have maybe been the same thing, but still the fact she was still the one that did it. She, it may be a, a bigger thing than her, but she still went and done it. And fair play, man. Definitely. 100% I agree with that. Well done. Well done, really. Oh, God, here we go. So, male fighter of the year. Now, this has been controversial because me and Mark have been talking about this for it's, weeks. Hang on, the, the winner's not controversial? No, by a mile. But her country mile, the winner is not controversial. Still what was behind the winner was the controversial It's part. the four guys behind, because we had, we, had, we had loads of guys that could have been, and obviously I think we should probably talk about Elf in the Room, right? We should probably talk about Masvidal. Now, a few people have picked Masvidal as a fight of the year. I just don't honestly see how... I didn't have him a fight of the year, no, no, but I didn't no, have no. originally in my top three. I know. Uh, well, listen, I had him in my top three, but then I changed my mind. So, because I think Volkanovski's achieved... This is what I'm saying, right? Adesanya won the belt... He beat, okay, he beat the champion, but he wasn't really the champion. But he had a fight of the year, a performance of the year, you know, he's without a doubt the best fight of the year. So Hudo defended, sorry, won a belt and defended a belt, right? So won another weight class and defended the weight class he already had, right? Um, Volkanovski beat, as you tell me this, you you sold Volkanovski to me. because I had Volkanovski in my top three. Volkanovski basically beat the two greatest featherweights of all time. In one year, back to back. back to back. To win the title, right? And then I says to you, what about Dougie Lima? Dougie Lima beat two of the most dangerous welterweights in his his, um, his organisation. On the planet, mother? Well, the MVP is very, he's a very like John Jones type, very awkward, very difficult. And Rory McDonald's possibly one of the best welterweights in the world. And Dougie Lima won a belt as well, again. And I think this is why I, I just said to myself, Masvidal, I too good. Two good wins and two decent knock. Sorry, three good wins, two decent knockouts, and obviously that doctor stoppage. But was Masvidal's achievements 
better than winning a title for the first time or beating the Ma- best in the world. Masvidal was involved in something that maybe changed the sport a wee bit. <sighs> BMF, yeah. I, I, I get, did change I, the sport, but... I get it, I get what you're saying. I think Masvidal, see, the, the way I see it is, right, fighter of the year, right? It's fighter of the year, it's fighting, it's what the, the fight... What Masvidal... This is show business, this is, you know how it works, this yeah, is a business. That's, that's fine, but not for me, not, not for me. If we're going to do these awards, we're going to do them the way they should be done, mate. I'm not going to give a guy an award because he's good partner and he's good, he's um, a good... Um, you know, outside Masvidal's done more outside the octagon than he has in the octagon. How about that? What I would say mm-hmm. is what he's done in the octagon has led to doing the stuff outside the octagon. That's right. Yeah, I can't disagree with that. But he's still done more outside than he has inside. He's given himself this platform. He's made himself into a big name by doing what? Beating a guy Ben Askin who's a bit of a bum. Darren Till, okay, Darren Till's a bit of a dangerous guy. Fair I think, play. Fair play, quite to London. Yeah, but Darren Till, when we did see Darren Till was not that cut was not good for Darren Till. We said that at the time. Yeah. He didn't look good. And then he beat okay I Nate Diaz beating Nate Diaz. You, you can't just be some mad jump to beat Nate Diaz. You need some sort of can't take that away from me, but it's not enough for him to be it's not enough for him to be ahead of Zerudo. I hate Zerudo. My God, I hate Zerudo. Um but it, it's not enough for him to be ahead of Zerudo Mavokonoski for me. But Adesanya without a doubt is Adesanya got fired a year. It was he just, uh, aye. What a, a performance of the year, a fight of the year, and then to go and beat you at a gun pretty easily, to be yeah. honest. Easy. In Melbourne, in front of 57,000. Piece of cake. Brilliant. Fair Easiest award to give all year. Two in a row for Adesanya. Yeah, two fight of the years. Two yeah. fight of the years for Adesanya. Because he actually got a uh, newcomer of the year last year and mm. fight of the year. So, um, fair play him. Um, five guys, definitely worth to be in there. It was a <laughs> difficult choice to pick second. Yeah. <laughs> It was the it was a bit hey, so who'll get second because I think he deserved it. Aye, okay. <laughs> Probably. So, now obviously we've got <coughs> a couple of things to run through. A quick review of twenty nineteen. We don't need to speak long about it. Um overall great, great year, man. It was some really cracking obviously, good events. Some pretty horrible news this year with um Walt Harris's family going through that and it's not nice and obviously daughters are still with his family and all that stuff, but he did you have to take the good with the bad, I suppose, and definitely. He, he, it's been a good year from an MMA point of view, and you know, there's been title changes. You know, Miocic beating um Cormier was a big, a massive shock. You know, for some people, and some you know, Ad- beating Whitaker, finally getting that belt that we all knew he would get. Um, I mean, even technically Woodley getting school was that this year Woodley getting school boys, was that last year? Yeah, I think well, that was this year. Again, another awesome performance. Usman Colby, what's one of my fights in the You've got to say, we never actually mentioned Usman at any point, no. anything we did. No, or Colby, and, and two f- of the best guys, two of the best fighters in the world. Fair play. They had a potential fight there. They had a brilliant fight there, I forgot to mention them as well, and that, the two of them were absolutely superb. It's just been a, a great year it's overall. It's been a brilliant year, it's just showed you how good the high quality is, because that we haven't mentioned things like that. You know, I like the fact about how good the year has been, is the fact that there's no... There wasn't very much Khabib and there wasn't very much McGregor. Last year, 2018, was all about Khabib versus McGregor. Mm. And I think that can add to the hype. Whereas this year, we've had no McGregor and we've only had Khabib once. Mm. I'm not sorry, twice. Khabib fought Yakina, didn't he? No. Not Yakina. Who did he fight? He fought somebody, didn't he? He fought Poirier this year and that was it. Yeah, so it's been kind of quiet. Yeah. Ah, that's right, so. that's right. Yeah, sorry, so he was. So he's been kind of quiet in that sense. And I think that's good for the sport. It gives other guys a chance to shine. Um and obviously do their thing, you know, but 
What about last year we did our... At the end of last year, I we said who we thought would be champion on the first. And I think we got like five, four or five. I think we've done all right. I don't think we've maybe done as good as we wanted to. Um, the two is for, we'll just for a quick run through each division. Uh, Women's strawweight, we both thought Suarez would be getting yeah. a shot. Nailed that. I'm surprised she never got a shot, but that's a different matter. Um, obviously really Zhang we never expected her to get a shot so no. that was a bit of a surprise we both had Shemar to be the flyweight so we got that one right we both had Nunez for bantamweight we both had Nunez for feather. featherweight or we thought it was scrapped one yeah. of the two um, we both had Cejudo for fly we both had Cejudo for flyweight had TJ we for both had bantam. bantamweight but obviously he let us down a wee bit in that respect you just don't know what was going to happen but he kind of let us down in that respect Um we both had Holly for featherweight. No. No, sorry, we both had Ortega for and featherweight. And I had stroke Zabbit, just in case I cover Aye, both cases. You were like, I'm not sure who I, I think that fight will happen. Maybe. Yeah, and I couldn't call it, exactly. So um, we both had Ortega, because I think we thought that Holly would drop his title and move yeah. up to lightweight. Yeah. Obviously things have changed a wee bit for Holloway now. We both had Khabib for lightweight. Yeah. Got that one right. Both had Woodley for Wilter. Totally got that one wrong. I think I might have a tilt for Wilter. We both got it wrong anyway. We both got it wrong anyway. Middleweight. Middleweight. I kind of picked a bit of a super fight and thought maybe Woodley would maybe go and fight Whitaker for the I title. I picked your boy. I picked your boy. But I didn't think Adesanya would get his title fight last year. Well, he did. That's I, what I, I was thinking. So, uh, Both had Jones, obviously. And then, obviously, last year, we, you had Miocic and I had Nganu. Nganu. Um, um, so I, I, got, I, got, I got Miocic back. Yeah. So we ended up even yeah, overall. So, so we ended up pretty even overall. So it was actually quite good. Um, we've done the same for next year. And you've picked exactly the same. I'm not getting on you, haven't you? <laughs> Still far off. Still far off. <laughs> um, I do think Suarez can be strawweight champion. I can't see it. Well, not strawweight not champion. Anymore. Not anymore. I think the way she fights is totally different. And I'd be interested to see how Zhang deals with that if she gets to that fight. Mm. Obviously, Zhang has fight again. No, it's not Zhang fighting thing. Oh, it's just fighting uh, Joanna. Hence why I picked Joanna. Hence why you've picked Joanna. But I think Joanna may fight a couple of times, so I don't know. I think Joanna will keep it. I think Joanna will beat Jan. I hope Joanna beats Jan. Yeah, you just love Joanna, man. I love Joanna, man. Um, Sheva, easiest pick. Flyweight, aye. Um, easiest pick. Nunez, again, easy pick. The featherweight, I've said it was scrapped. I think the featherweights will be gone. The end of the year. Yeah. I'm sure. that exist. I don't know. I don't, want, I don't want to say that because I don't want him to scrap it. So I thought, fuck, I'll go for Nunez. And that way I've covered it. It's never going to be Nunez anyway. Well, never know. Big Aussie girl might do it. So, Doubt it. Your favourite. Um, this is nailed on by the way although I'm kind of changing my mind because I think at some point he'll have that aye I think but whether he keeps it is a different exactly. matter that was my point because see if you look at the rankings right and look at the guys coming up behind him like Figueredo Pantoja Moreno Tim Elliott Kagarapan he's fighting Figueredo for it isn't he uh, aye yes aye Benavidez versus Figueredo we both picked Benavidez I was so torn here. I didn't know. I actually really like ben, uh, Figueredo. I think Joe Jackson's going to get it, man. I think Figueredo's absolutely brilliant. So we both picked Benavidez, so it'll be interesting to see how this year goes. Um, what might mess up for me is I've said that Sudo's going to lose a bantamweight title to Corey Sanhagen. Now, if that happens, Sudo might go back down to flyweight. Yeah. And he might like his title back. So I don't know what I'll be interested to see. Um, as I said, I've picked Sanhagen for bantamweight. Scott still thinks it's Hudo's going to be the bantamweight champion. See, it's difficult because I really want Peter Yan to win it. That's what I really want. I really want Peter Yan to win it. Um, I just I don't know why. I just get a feeling that he won't get a title shot this year. He's 
probably the most deserving because Aljamain, Aljamain's injured Aljamain's out with surgery so next in line is Pereira so not be interesting interesting but uh, Corey Corey um, yeah that's yeah I wouldn't want that fight the featherweights now this is a strange one I don't know why the two have picked it. I don't know why I've picked either. <laughs> I think we've made a mistake. I think, I, I think when I picked this, I forgot that Volkanovski holds the title. But we've both picked Holloway. Now, this would surprise me because I've got a feeling Holloway might go and work away in a few things, mm. disappear for a while. Mm. Volkanovski might face somebody else within the division. I don't know who. Maybe a Zabi, maybe somebody with a bit longer range, somebody a bit more awkward, and maybe he might lose that title and then Holloway will come back at the end of the year and maybe win it. Spike, yeah. Something like that. Because Deborah, this isn't who it's, holds the title in June or who holds the title in September. This who, who holds, holds it in the 1st of January. 2021. Yeah. So, I've picked Holloway, you've picked Holloway, we'll need to wait and see. Next one's interesting. Yeah. Because this is basically based on one fight, let's be honest. Yeah, can we just go to spank him? In April... I've picked Tony Ferguson. I'll always pick Tony Ferguson. I love Tony Ferguson, so I'll pick Tony Ferguson. Thank I'll you. pick Khabib. You pick I'll him. always pick Khabib. I love Khabib, so I'll pick Khabib. Okay, there we go. There you go. Welterweight. Kamara Usman, for me, will still hold this belt. Yeah, I just jumped in to Fotiti and didn't really think about this. Um, um, I think, honestly, I think Colby will be welterweight world champ. I genuinely believe that. I, I would surprise people at some point. I just don't know if it may be next year. Do you know what I will say? Mm. I don't know if Usman will hold this title all year. No. This is what I thought. <coughs> I thought to myself that Edwards might be him. Um, I think Usman will be champion next January, but I don't know if he'll hold it all year. I think this is such a tight division. Um, once Lane Edwards hands Tyron Woodley's arse back, I think I can't wait to see that fight. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Um. That's why I kind of jumped into it, because I think Kobe may get another shot, but I don't think Kobe will get another shot until next year. Is Kobe not out quite a long time with uh, the nose and stuff like uh, that? The damage that he got. Jaw, the jaw, the broken jaw, that's a good that's six, seven, thinking. eight months so I'm thinking Edwards is probably going to fight Usman next, after he beats Woodley. So you're talking June before that, probably. Yeah, something like that. So Usman's probably going to be on a break until June, and then they're going to fight, and then I can't see... Kobe, I don't know. I, I just, I think Kobe will win it. I just don't think he win it. I just think I've, I've, I've just. And you've jumped the gun. I think, I'm, I think I'm two months too early. Basically, I, I think yeah, I'm two months too early. March yeah, next year. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Middleweight, Adesanya. Yeah. Light heavyweight, Jones. Jones. Heavyweight. We've got interest in this one because I, I, for me. I don't really know why I picked them. I do picked Ngannou. Do you know I was going to pick? I was going to pick. I was going to pick Blades. Well, do you want to know why I've picked Ngannou? I'll tell you why I've picked Ngannou. Because I think the top two won't be there by the end of the year. Yeah. I wouldn't surprise me if they decide, let's go one more time. And then that's it. And that's it, the two of them end of the fight. Just go, boom, gloves down. Let's walk away. Yeah. And neither of them fight again. Neither of them fight yeah. again. I wouldn't surprise me. I think that's what they're aiming for. Miocic versus Cormier, one last time. Put the gloves down and Ngannou, by the end of the year, gets his title fight and wins his title. That's what I've picked. I wish I'd pick Blades. I just thought about Shout Blades. I really do. I think it's a really good shout. Blades is a problem for Ngannou. I think it's a really good shout. Because Ngannou hates wrestlers. He does. So, despise them. There you go. That's our predictions for the end of the year. Um, yeah. I think that's us. I think that's us. I think that'll be... That's how we look back at 2019 and our... We look forward. We look forward as well. Don't put um, any money on your predictions because they probably won't come through. Yeah, probably get them all wrong. 
I'm stupidly glad the Sanya won like the light heavyweight belt. No, actually, do you know what? That's probably not. That's not the worst. Not the Thank worst. you, Jonathan. By the way. Thanks again for listening. We're glad to be back. Um, that's us done for this week. Hopefully, we'll get another show up next week for you. After um, obviously we'll have a look forward to um Cerrone and McGregor during the week, and then next week we'll review it and we'll go from there. And yeah, thanks for listening to our Inside the Cage Awards twenty nineteen. Woohoo! I know. Woohoo! Prestigious awards to win. Yeah. Hey, thanks for listening, guys. Um, get get us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and CKJMA. Like us, give us a comment. Share, share, share. Share the. If you listen, just hit the share button, please. It'd be amazing if you could tag us in the share as well, so we can see it. Because we've never actually seen anybody share it, so it'd be class if you could share it. That would be absolutely brilliant. Would very, very much appreciate that. Um, all the best, and we'll catch you next week.